to episode two of the Griffin Park Grapevine podcast. Thank you for all your feedback uh, after our premiere episode last week. Uh, this isn't my, my natural medium. Um, your feedback has been great, so thank you all very much. It's been very kind, so thank you again. Uh, we're doing this on Tuesday evening, so it's a short turnaround this time, uh, chiefly because I'm away for the rest of the week. Uh, in this episode, we cover some contract news, topical contract news, some transfer updates, and some interesting developments around the pitch. We have a quick recap of West Ham and some miscellaneous around the hive stuff at the end. So this is a little bit shorter than last week, uh, which I'm, which I'm, which I think is a good thing. And um, let's kick off with uh, contract news. Contracts. Now, there's been a bit of um, activity today around uh, news around contracts, mainly because the Athletic, I think, have said that there's eight players out of contract um, this summer. It's not really eight players out of contract because we've got an option for another year on five of them. right? So if we go through the ones that we don't have an option to extend, it's Fosu, Fidencia, both of whom will be let go. I'm pretty certain of that. Um, and Janssen. Um, now, Janssen, he may stay another year. I see that Thomas is saying he hopes he does. He wouldn't say anything else, of course. I think we have to consider very carefully whether that's a good use of resources. Um, he's been injured a bit this season. We've done well without him at, at, at centre-back. It's not as though we've really, really missed him. I know he's great around the camp and everything else. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there? He's also had a long stated aim to go back to Malmo for one last hurrah, um, and maybe he, he needs to do that pretty soon if he's going to play. Um, otherwise, he might just go back and be injured the whole time. Now, before I come back to the five that we have options on, more importantly, there's players next season, the 2024, that we don't have options on, and they are they include Raya. Now, Raya isn't going to sign another contract. I think that much is pretty clear. He would have signed one by now. I understand we've been twisting his arm for some time, but he's not going to sign one. So I would expect Raya to go in the summer. Um, then there's Ben Mee. He, he signed a two-year contract. I think we just review that in, in due course. I, I don't think we've there's any urgency around anything like that. Then there's Halil. I think we're, we'll probably try and move him on during the summer. Um, and Josh De Silva, who I suspect we would want to um, get a new contract for. But, you know, I think we, we need to... Well, what, what one thing this club has always said is that it needs to create pathways for people coming up from, through, through the B team. Um, and so I suspect we will see some movement out this window. Um, and then if we look at who we've got options to extend... Um, Kalos and Godos, what did Thomas say about that? He says he's got some uncertainty around that, and I think that's that's right. Um, obviously, we'd like to get some cash in for them. I suspect we may be trying to get some cash this, this window for them. I've got no inside information on that whatsoever, and if we don't sign them this, if we don't sell them, sorry, this window, we'll extend the option, or we'll invoke the option, and we'll try and get rid of them in the summer. Um, Jensen, I, sus I suspect we've, we're trying to get his hand on, on a new contract as we speak. Um, again, if he, I mean, he's improved tremendously, right? He's been a, a top performing midfielder. If we're not trying to get him to sign a new contract, then I suspect we're doing something wrong. Again, if he doesn't sign one, 
I, 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 and in this case, I, I think he will. Um, you know, it's a Danish team. He's 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 Danish, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, then, yeah, all good and well. If not, we'll send him in the summer. Sanka, we've got an option on. I think whether we extend that or not will depend on Sanka's fitness. He's obviously been a lot better this season than last season, um, but different different criteria apply there. And then we've got Matsbeck, Soros, and Matsbeck is what the sixth choice centre back now. So I think probably the same with Canis and Golos with him. Uh, we've recalled him from Nice, uh, probably to see if we can sell him during this window. If we can't sell him during this window, we'll probably put him out on loan for the rest of the season. And um, again, see what happens over the summer. Just to uh, wrap up on transfers, obviously uh, Sharder is here now. He um, come on the sub again in that game against West Ham. Uh, his first possession was just incredible, drawing a drawing a, a, a foul and a yellow card. Um, he's a two-footed player, really, really good, really, really fast, as I said last time, and you would have seen that yourselves. Um, there's a really interesting uh, mini-podcast that Bisotti did with Adam Kahn, who's a German journalist. We'll put the link in the um, description. Um, he points out that his, his, uh, his injury track record is just a complete mess. He's even had a broken jaw, a broken ankle, and he's he spent last six months of the last six months out with abdominal pain. However, we've, we've taken a, a risk here. I I I, I believe um, we will buy him in the summer. We're obliged to buy him, as I understand it. The numbers of twenty four million euros are entirely accurate. So we got um, we've got a big investment here, and I I suspect not at minimal risk. It'll be interesting to see how that goes. The other piece of news is that Thomas Shrakoja, uh, our, our our keeper, um, you, you may have read again on Besotted, I think, that he has permission to go and speak to another club. That's that's not what we've heard. Um, we understand he's not leaving permanently or on loan, um, and uh, nothing has changed after the West Ham game. Every keeper makes mistakes, and uh, when, when they do, it invariably ends up in, in the back of the net, and we've seen... Plenty of other goalkeepers this weekend make howlers, and um, that's the life. That's the life of a goalkeeper. Pitch news. So the West Ham match took took place in what was a very heavy downpour in the first half, and it looks as though those of you in the bottom half of the East End got drenched. Um, then the next day there was uh, a London Irish game. It rained for three hours in the morning. I, I read, and then it was an absolute deluge just before kickoff. Um, even the rugby journalists were complaining and saying it was less a rugby match and more a slip and slide course. Now, Spurs complained about the pitch when they were here. I even believe the Spurs referee did. Um, I didn't hear Klopp mention it, which is unusual as he used every other excuse in his word salad post-match interview. Moyes was very polite in his post-match press conference and gently suggested that Brentford players want a good surface to play on, and, and he's right. I know the players aren't enjoying playing on it, and uh, even Thomas himself isn't exactly jumping over the moon with joy over the quality of the surface. Now, I note today that there's been an advert for a head of grounds um, who will report into Ben Ryans, who's our uh, director of Elite Performance. He's the rugby guy that joined us for a world-class head grounds person to help us build up and manage our pitch maintenance and management resource. And it goes on to say, we aim to have the best stadium and training pitches in the PL. Well, that's a noble ambition. 
So it looks as though the club have decided that you know we need some more expertise in this area, and we're looking to hire a, a, a top top uh, person that knows grass, knows how it works, in order to um, take over the uh, the the pitches and the pitch maintenance at uh, both the GTEC and the training grounds. Good news. Um, however, it doesn't immediately solve the problem, and I suspect yeah, it ain't gonna look the pitch ain't gonna look great for the Bournemouth match. Um, but hopefully we're we're come out of this um, January, February, March period pretty soon, and we can get back to some a halfway decent playing surface. Now we had a special request. Here it is. Hi there, it's Dave here from the Besotted podcast. Um, loving the travel news, and um, I'm hoping that the trains are travelling to New Griffin Park this weekend for the Bournemouth match. And uh, yeah, I, I just just carry on bringing us the the news that us commuters need. Come on, you bees! Thank you, Dave. So here's your uh, here's what you requested. Oh, by the way, we call it the G Tech here. We don't call it what you call it. We're polite to our sponsors. Well, trains are back to normal for this fixture. Hurrah! We're um, we've got the normal services around the Hounslow Loop, the normal services to Weybridge, and we've also got the extra two trains before and after the game. By the way, if you're heading back into town after the game, catch one of the the uh, extra trains. They run fast to Clapham Junction and overtake the slow ones on the way. Everything else seems to be okay, but as always, check your own route before leaving. So Romeo Beckham, just after we went to went to press um, for the first time last week, uh, Romeo Beckham was announced as a as a, as a B team loan sign in from Miami. Uh, Miami is owned by Beckham Senior. There were loads of pictures with David Beckham and Romeo Beckham at the training ground, garnered an amazing amount of media interest. Um, something that I don't think we we ever thought that we would see. Uh, I see he starts tonight or this evening at uh, Erif. Uh, he's on the bench. It was touch and go as to whether he would be able to to play today because he needed international clearance, but obviously that's come through. Um, as to why he signed, he, he needs to be registered to play in official tournaments. Or, you know, so those competitive games such as the London Senior Cup, the Premier League Cup and, and the Middlesex Senior Cup. Uh, so he's obviously done well enough to be in contention for selection for those matches. He's also been, I understand, a really good guy to have around the um, squad. Um, if you read the Athletic article, there's a small part where um, he even went to the trip to the Netherlands with the squad, even though he couldn't um, play. Um, he also went to Winter Wonderland with a couple of the lads. And he's... Um, you know, just being a good, a good egg, shall we say? Um, it, it, it does. It's, it's, it is getting rather interesting. We now have uh, Romeo Beckham, sorry, David Beckham's son, Jason Wilcox's son, Rowan Vine's son, Kevin Lesby's son, Paul Dicker's son, and Stephen Presley's son. All at uh, all, 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 all in the B team squad. I'm not sure that's uh, an outlier statistically, shall we say? But it's pretty interesting. Um, and something that you know would be interesting to see how many of those progress in their careers. Just some quick thoughts on the uh, West Ham game. Uh, obviously, Thomas uh, thought we narrowly deserved to win it. Um, 
but you don't always get what you deserve in this game, as you know. And I, I think by making so many changes that you know he took that risk. Um, the goal was obviously very interesting. Uh, Strakosha, uh, he makes a little, he makes a little jump just as uh, Saeed hits the ball, and Saeed, Saeed hits it so well. It's, it's a beautiful strike. And by the time Thomas lands from that little um, little jump, the ball is most of the way to him. And I think he was just a bit bamboozled by it, and it was probably moving or whatever else. But I don't really understand why he just didn't put an arm out. Uh, it, it looked, I haven't done a frame-by-frame analysis of both the side-on and the head-on view just to see where it passed him. But it, it does look as though he could have got it. But still, as I said earlier... Um, Keepers make mistakes, and um, but this was an unusual one. Um, but you know, keepers make mistakes, and they they lead to goals. In better news, we saw Sharda come on, make his debut. As I think I said earlier, he he had a fantastic first possession. It's going to be really good for us. It's good that he's actually blooded and has played a played a game now, or played a bit of a game, and can contribute elsewhere. What was also interesting is the is that Canis didn't play in the in the starting lineup. Um, I thought that would be a given. And uh, I, I think, you know, two and two equals four. Um, it doesn't look, doesn't look great for Sergi. But again, he was great when he came on. Um, and I thought, I actually thought he was, he was better than, um, Lewis Potter, uh, when, when he came on. So maybe, maybe he's, uh, made a little impression in Thomas Frank's brain. Don't know. What's, what's, it's really annoying not to, um, not to progress in this year's competition. Chelsea playing Arsenal, so only one of those is going to go through to the next round. Brighton are playing Liverpool, so only one of those is going to go through to the fifth round. And it could have been a, a really good opportunity for us. You know, the um, it doesn't look a there's been a, a few big teams knocked out in the third round, including us. And it looks it looks a wide open competition, to be honest. Anyway, there's always next year. Just to wrap up on some other sort of around the hive bits and pieces, um, there's a Twitter feed called the Other Fourteen, which which tweets stuff about the other fourteen uh, clubs in the Premier League that are outside the top six. I don't really take much notice of it because all it is is the same stats with the top six removed. However, they did um, post quite an interesting one this week. Uh, the other 14 points versus the big six after week 19. So halfway through the season, how many points have the other 14 clubs taken off the big six? We lead that way with, with 11 and, and Newcastle are second on nine points. You could all, and you could argue, in fact, I think it's a given fact, isn't it? That Newcastle are really part of the big seven. Um, next is Arsenal, sorry, not Arsenal, Aston Villa on seven and Brighton again with seven. Uh, bringing up the rear are Bournemouth, Leicester and Wolves who haven't yet picked up a point and um, Crystal Palace, Fulham and West Ham have only picked up one point so we're doing we're doing really well there so that's that's a, a point of note um, Sam Saunders turns down Crawley I think Sam was I think virtually offered the job to go and manage the um, the crack house that is Crawley um, they've uh, as you may know have been uh, purchased by some cryptocurrency people um, I think I'm not sure how long Sam spent thinking about whether to turn down a uh, you know a nice long term role at Brentford for probably three weeks at Crawley. Um, but he but it, uh, he he didn't seem to spend long over it. And in fact, he turned him down live on air when he was um, uh, analysing the, um, the the Salford um, City match recently in the FA Cup. Another interesting thing is that Ben Me, you know, Ben's our carbon neutral champion. 
And um, there's a, again, I'll, I'll put it in the description, but there's a short video of him on Sky. Um, and it makes an interesting point. Um, yeah, it says Ben travels, where is it? I can't remember now, 9.4 miles to uh, training every week, every day rather. And if all our first team players did the same, that'd be an equivalent of something like 11 flights to from from London to, to Beijing. and uh, Or otherwise, it's... Um, Basically, what they're doing is chucking 17 tonnes of CO2 gas into the atmosphere. I, I thought it was a point well made. It certainly, you know, gave gave me a little, um, a little, a little jolt. But you know, saying that, I'm I'm on the plane for the next two days. So uh, next time, Ben. Anyway, thanks very much for listening. Um, I, that's um, that's about it f- uh, for now. It's a bit short this week, as I said, because I I, I am away for the rest of the week. Um, we'll catch up again next week, maybe. Um, and we may even talk about away fans and home ends. There's been a lot of activity around this recently. And um, hopefully we can catch up about that then. All right. Thank you all very much for listening.